This is a podcast about networking. Networking is the ability to communicate and establish relationships to help you and others progress in their future endeavors. In light of the world changing right in front of our eyes, it's very important now more than ever to learn and master the skill of networking. It used to just be about physical networking, but with social media now being a part of our daily lives, the ability to share dialogue has shifted from face to face to screen to screen. Today, more people are becoming more social on social media and missing the tools of how to be social in real life. In order to establish your network, you have to learn how to communicate both on and off the screen. Creating and maintaining your network is the key to unlocking your potential within yourself and opens the door to the endless possibilities of a successful future. This podcast teaches you how to establish your network and how to maintain relationships on and off your screen. Hey, nice to meet you. The Networking Podcast, hosted by Desiree Jones. It's a pleasure to meet you. Talk soon. Hey, nice to meet you. Hey, nice to meet you. I'm Desiree Jones, or Des for short, and welcome to the podcast that teaches you how to communicate, establish your network, maintain relationships both on and off your screen. This is Hey, Nice to Meet You, the networking podcast. So this podcast is all about networking. And today's topic that we're going to talk more about is, hey, where do you want to meet? So this is all about location. Where do you want to meet? Because when it comes to, you know, networking and, you know, figuring out where to follow up with someone, It all just depends on how far you are away and how comfortable the both of you are actually connecting to each other in either person or virtually, getting to know someone. Are you more comfortable virtually or are you more comfortable in person? So that's today's topic. Hey, nice to meet you. Where do you want to meet? Hey, where do you want to meet? So before we go more into the topic, let's get into the book of the day. Of course, Reading is fundamental. I say this every time. Reading is fundamental and it's very important to continue to make it a habit. If you prefer audiobooks, that's fine. But something about the touch of a book or, you know, the flip of a page just brings solitude to the mind. So with that, today's book I'd like to shout out um, in light of Women's History Month is Girlboss. Yes, Girlboss by Sophia Amoruso. So Sophia Amoruso at the time was the founder of um, her fashion brand, Nasty Gal. And she had a show on Netflix called Girlboss. And I actually really loved that show. I'm not sure if anybody else has seen it. If you loved it, let me know what you thought about it. Um, It was a great depiction of a lot of young girls trying to make it on their own as an entrepreneur without the need of their parents. And what it truly takes to commit to a dream and doing whatever it takes to make it happen. In her book, you know, she talked about her journey as a girl boss and, you know, she was in her early 20s, just like me when I purchased the book and she gave some takeaways to remember as a hashtag girl boss, like how to take care of your business and the importance of money in the bank. So again, when I purchased this book, I was in college and I started my first business. And at that time, entrepreneurship wasn't very common for girls like me. And, you know, at my age... I was always curious about, you know, who was out there, you know, doing what it was that I was trying to achieve and if it was even possible. So to any young entrepreneurs out there, um, boy or girl or non-binary, whatever you identify as, you know, any young entrepreneur out there, you know, 
If you're new to the entrepreneurship world and just need some type of inspiration, check out this book. And if you've already read the book, we'd love to know what your favorite chapter was because mine was chapter four when she talked about how shoplifting and hitchhiking saved her life. So it talked about the importance of, you know, living life to the fullest and taking risks and, you know, Being a risk taker is extremely important when it comes to entrepreneurship because sometimes that risk is what could take you to that next level. So thank you, Sophia Amoruso, um, for this book. It helped me to realize that, you know, although I was young, I could do it. And the takeaways provided in this book, I still use to this day. So the book of the day, Girl Boss by Sophia Amoruso, would love to have you on the show, putting it out there, manifesting it. I'll see you on the show. It's coming. So that is the book of the day. All right. So let's get into today's topic. Hey, where did you want to meet? When it comes to where to follow up, it depends on how comfortable you are with connecting with the person, either in person or virtually. And that's up to you to decide. So if you decide on meeting in person, choosing a public location is always the best option when you are meeting with somebody, especially for the first time. So, you know, boundaries are maintained. And if the vibe is weird, you have the opportunity to leave if you feel uncomfortable or if you're feeling like you're trapped. So it's really good to, if you are meeting in person, find a public location. In some places to meet, I'll give you some examples, you know, like a coffee shop, a museum, um, a restaurant or a cafe, a library, or even a park. And of course, at the time of me recording this, you know, we are still in a pandemic. And while mask mandates are being lifted, in some locations, there are some areas where people are still cautious. So if you cannot meet in person, setting up a quick phone call or a video call is also a good thing to do. So of course, you know, when picking a location, Um, it all falls in line with the process of following up, which is what I discussed in another podcast. You know, hey, did you follow up? Because following up is one of those tasks that may seem a bit, you know, tedious, but you have to commit to the process of connecting. And relationships are maintained through following up. So, of course, you know, following up, that's another episode of a podcast Check it out when you can. But this is all about, you know, what happens in the process of leading up to that follow up and location. Picking a location is in the process of following up with somebody. So that way you are able to connect with them again. So now let's get into a segment that I like to call when it all went left. So it all went left when it all went left. Let's getting to the segment of when it all went left. So have y'all ever linked up with someone um, somewhere and, uh, you get lost on the way there. Have you ever met up with someone and then get lost on the way there? I, um, I, that happened to me. So there was one time I was meeting up with one of my friends in downtown Arlington and, you know, like most cities, you got to park, like you got to park, park and walk to your destination. So the only thing was, once I parked and started walking, I didn't know where I was going. And I was relying heavily, heavily on Google Maps. 
And I just started calling my friend like, hey, you know what building is it? Um, Because I was confused. Your girl was confused. So by the time I got to the building, I had to figure out where in the building, you know, the place was, which took even longer. And by the time I got there, I was definitely late, but I made it. But then I got lost trying to find where I parked after I left. So it was it was just a lot. So what did I learn from getting lost? If there is a location you've never been to, just get there early. Like it doesn't hurt to check out the place, you know, ahead of time as well. You know, either the day before or a few hours before, either giving yourself a heads up on, you know, what to expect when it comes to the location. It can definitely help, you know, things go through a little smoother when you're trying to meet somebody new. I'd also say, you know, if you are meeting someone and you may be extremely nervous, asking a friend to come could also be a good thing, too. You just never know. Um, you know, it may also be a good idea to, you know, help break the ice when bringing another person. But of course, I would consider mentioning that beforehand. Like, I'm bringing somebody with me, you know, like you don't even have to ask. Just say, hey, I'm bringing somebody with me. If If that's a problem, then... Hopefully they communicated, but if not, you know, it should be fine, especially for meeting somebody new, like having, having a friend with you always helps. So what I learned from that? Yeah. Get there early, get to your location early, or at least familiarize yourself with the location before you actually meet up with them to avoid just the time you could lose being lost. So now we're going to get into the 100 commandments of confidence, 100 commandments of confidence. So number seven. 100 Commandments Confidence. Do not be afraid to speak up for yourself. Do not be afraid to speak up for yourself. Confidence is about advocating for yourself, whether people like you or not. Your voice is your voice. And once you speak, you say what you mean and you mean what you say. It wasn't until about two or three years ago after college that I truly found my voice. And, you know, I actually started to hear myself talk and listen to myself. And I think the true reason or like how my confidence grew so much within me is because I found my voice in the silence. In the silence. The world can be so noisy, you know, and I used to just listen to the noise without listening to my own voice. And, you know, I focus more on the noise than the lack of noise that was coming from me. I questioned myself a lot and me questioning myself without providing an answer to myself also caused me to go silent because I didn't know what to say. Oftentimes growing up, I was so quick to listen that that's all I ever really did. I let everyone talk to me like so much that I just ended up assuming no one ever wanted to listen to me. And so I just decided to not say anything at all. Even when I should have said something, I decided to say nothing. That wasn't healthy at all, you know, and it only led to internal sabotage. And if you don't have confidence in your own voice, how will others be confident in you? So once I got to know my voice and align my voice with my values and my inner self work, my voice became stronger. Finding your voice 
is another way to help develop who you are as a person. I'm still getting to know myself, but I know myself well enough to speak my truth, even if it may make some uncomfortable. My truth is my truth, and no one will speak my truth but me. Do not be afraid to speak up for yourself. Release yourself from the fear of what people may think of you. Welcome the strength to advocate for what it is you have to say. So 100 Commandments of Confidence, number seven. Do not be afraid to speak up for yourself. Use your voice. So now we're going to get into the final part. Now we're getting into the final part of the podcast, the follow-up hack. So after every podcast, I make sure to have a follow-up hack because again, following up is a really, really important thing that I feel like the community as a whole, everyone is missing out on. So here's a follow-up hack that can help you continue to follow up with people that you haven't followed up with in a minute. So follow-up hack. What if you don't get a response once you follow up when you follow up with someone you have to approach them again by starting a new conversation so if you reach out and you haven't heard anything back i say give it a few days to see if they respond to your original message if they still haven't reached back out to you after those few days try following up again your email or your text may have been lost in the sauce of all the other emails and texts that they probably receive. And you know, they get on a day-to-day basis. If I once you don't succeed, try, try again. So what if you don't get a response once you follow up? Give it a few days, follow up again. Simple as that. What if you don't get a response after you follow up again? Follow up again. Simple as that. Now, if you know, you follow up a couple times and you know you don't hear anything back, fall back. Just fall back, to be honest. But again, depending on the person you're trying to reach out to, consistency could help you win too. So it just varies depending on who you decide to reach out to. But again, once you reach out, give it a few days, follow up, give it a few days, follow up, give it a few days, follow up. Following up is all about continuing to do what you were continuing to do, which was continuing the conversation. So continue to close, excuse me, continue to have the conversation by following up, starting a new conversation. And I talk about different follow-up hacks for every episode. So if this follow-up hack didn't work, you could always try another one. That's all we got for today. I hope you guys have a great day. Happy Women's History Month and shine bright. Bye.